Hello and welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. I've come here for many eons in the future. I've seen things. I know what the fuck. So whatever you heard before on this or any other podcast, forget it. There are three principles that you really just need to get in your head. Either you're a fat skinny kid, you're a monster boy with a tan, or you're Bedofkin. That's the way he likes to be referred to, Bedofkin. Don't call him the full spelled out version of that name. If you do, you'll just get banned everywhere. You'll be... um, You'll be grouped among porn sites. And, you know, he himself has also just reminds people how our people are to pronounce his name. His name is Bedovkin. But we all know what he means, what he is, what his whole, his whole existence is self-flagellation, self-flagellation and self-jerking off. Bedovkin represents a universe where we are all independent beings getting ourselves off and not relying and not hooking up with other people. And let's just live these solitary lives. And Bedovkin is for separateness to the extreme, to the point of figuring out ways to even have children without a partner. I mean, I'd imagine back here, it's already been invented. I haven't looked through the histories. But one thing I know, these are the three principles. So you start with Badafkin. Do you want to live in a world where everybody just gets themselves off? Everybody's just for themselves, very selfish. Nobody kind of really, nobody tries to gain pleasure from somebody else. I mean, it's just like, no, just I'll, I'll do it myself. DIY pleasure, DIY bliss. But often, um, what, what, what heavily plays into that, especially here in the nihilistic self-regret universe, is this consumption of um, empty food. Food that just um, is its own crack for itself. They've crackified the food here, and they've turned you into a crack fiend for food. You actually don't need that much food. Like, you're eating way too much. But it has you have to be. The whole society has to be eating a lot. has to be just constantly like, throwing shit into their mouth for this society to keep running. And so the whole scheme is set up for you to do that. So it's... You're living in a crack world, okay, where everybody's doing crack, everybody's eating crack, everybody's, it's just like crack, 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 crack. And you're like, you have to be, if you want to make it out of this mess, you have to be off the crack. And that means like full keto, full like don't eat fucking carbohydrates, just don't eat them. Like if there, if it looks something that's like not nutrient dense, that has like a lot of carbs, like 
just don't. Just you'll last so much longer. You're not on crack, and if you have a little bit of it, it 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 creates the desperate need for it again. The mouth feel and everything. It's a crack product. Bread is a crack product. And it's so good. And you're like, oh, I can't deny myself of this of this pleasure of life. But that's when you, because you're thinking in the short term. You're just thinking like, I just, you know, I only have a limited amount of time. I'm going to enjoy my life. You have unlimited amount of time. In the future, we've figured it out. We just don't eat the stuff that makes us have to first store it and then use it. You understand? So it's like every time you eat something that's not like fully nutrient dense, it can't be used immediately. It has to be stored as fat and then used. Stored as fat and then used. So anything you eat, you're going to ask yourself, is this going to be used like right now? Because that's the only thing that really helps for that is like fucking protein and uh, vegetables. That can be used right now. Um, the vegetables for your gut lining and, and, and overall digestion and the protein can be used immediately. But things that are like empty, even though they might have a lot of vitamins in them, if they're leaching more vitamins out of you, then they get stored as fat. So your body can process the fat into things that are useful for it. But in the meantime, you're carrying fat just because you ate something that is just not usable in the moment. For the longest time, we roamed the earth eating what the earth gave us. And the earth gave us mostly animals and plants. I doubt the ancient uh, people who were like superheroes compared to us if you think about the just the the amount of grip strength they had compared to ours, we're like deformed, inferior children of of them. Bigger brain, probably much just more cunning brain, but at the same time, not the earth just not giving up the kinds of things that we're presented with here the crack and just how much more powerful and and intelligent is the being from not eating I mean you have to okay so this stuff also as it's putting on your fat um, you become less attractive so then yes the butofkin is very seductive the butofkin becomes a very easy way to feel good in the moment, but it's ultimately unsatisfying. But often knows that. But then, okay, so we get into the relationships. Suppose you settle down 
you get with somebody for a long period. And then you start to settle into what I call the fat skinny kid. And the fat skinny kid is the is the guy who he's in a relationship, everything's pretty good, you know, the the girl's really good looking, you know. He gets regular sex, but he's not really like pushing himself now. You know, before he was kind of motivated. Oh, you know, if I do well, I'll meet a really hot girl. Well, now you have the hot girl. Now you're you're married to the hot girl. And so you're so you're a little bit like complacent. And you start to get yeah, you start to eat a little more Cheetos, you know, while you're watching the movie with the wife. And yeah, you start to get into this little thing where you're like, you know, you're not fat, you're not skinny. You're fat skinny. You have very little muscle definition, but at the same time, you're not fat. So it's like a fat skinny kid situation. And what happens in a fat skinny kid situation is the 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 loved one, the wife, gets sick of that person because that person is no longer compelling. That person has become a shadow of its former self called the fat skinny kid. It's just sort of a complacency, a kind of, you know, I have everything I want. I guess I just, you know, I'm not striving for anything anymore. That's a problem. That becomes unattractive to to your to your um, your wife as well. You have to be progressing. So the way out of these conditions, okay, the Bidofkin is very easy. Just you need to like slim down by not eating any fucking carbs. Like, I mean, even if it's a goddamn piece of fruit, just be like, you know what? Fuck you fruit. Cause guess what? Even fruit has to be stored as fat before you can get rid of it. And people like, Oh no, the fiber is good. And it slows. It. The, 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 the rationalizations for eating the thing that's in the Bible tells you not to eat is amazing. I mean, it's because the Anunnaki, and we've been in contact with the Anunnaki for a long time in the future, and they told us what they did. If they tried to tell you, they tried to warn you with all these different things, like don't eat the fruit, don't eat the sweets, don't eat the sugar. That is what's making you old, period. That is what's making you old. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like no fruit. Five servings a day. Have the fruit, 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 fruit. More fruits and vegetables. Fruit is 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 like the coca leaf, and then they they have the crack ready available when they get you hooked to the coca leaf. They get you on fruit first. They give it to babies. They're like, oh, give the baby some fruit. That's healthy. But they, they, they never, they, they don't try to get you to give the baby like some mashed up Twinkie in the beginning. But like that's what they're giving you with the fruit. Yeah, there's a little fiber in there. But it's all, <laughs> fruit is like, it was very sparse, you know, in primordial times. Okay, so you get like a whole bunch and you like load up and you have some excess fat to work with. But now it's all around us. It's just as cracky as the other crack. But it's, okay, it's coca leaf. 
like, oh, I like coca leaf. I can put a coca leaf under my tongue. And then eventually you do a line of coke when you're drunk one night and you're like, I like that coca leaf better. And then you start to become a fiend for it. And the more you try to diet against it, here's the real catch. You'll try to be like, okay, no more. But then you'll like, you'll be at dinner with somebody, they'll be eating something, and you'll just be like, ah, fuck it, I'll just eat it. And then all of a sudden, you're back in the, you're just like, fuck it, I'll just do the crack. Everybody's doing it. You know, the dessert pops out, you're like, I'll have a little piece. And you're, you're, look, it's, you don't have to do it in a gay voice, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> I just—I don't know why I said it that way. Sorry, but I'm just saying, like, you just be super strict with it, okay? And you'll come to my future, and I'll meet you there, okay? It's about mm, three thousand from now, three thousand years, <laughs> but you'll make it. But only if you don't eat the fruit. Don't eat the fruit. But anyway, the Anunnaki, they planted that shit in the, you know, the Genesis story, but it wasn't explicit enough. It's the sugar, Mr. Grinch, the sugar, Mr. Grinch. So, yes, the sugar is the one who comes in. He pleases all, doesn't he? And the sweet taste does, too. The munching. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, so what do you do if you're watching a movie and you want to, like, chomp down on something? It has to be, like, almost like 100% fucking fiber. Okay, celery. Yeah, make yourself a goddamn bowl of celery, motherfucker. Just do it. Put a little olive oil in there. Eat it with a spoon or whatever. That's your munch. Like, there's, I'm telling you, if you're munching some shit, it better be some goddamn grass on the fucking, like a goddamn cow. Because they're munching for a reason. They're munching for their gut. And that's why we munch. Okay, we don't munch just like sit in front of a TV and like zone out. The only reason we're doing that and we feel like we need to do that is because we're so fucked up in the age of nihilistic self-regret that we have to comfort ourselves by giving ourselves dopamine hits. And those dopamine hits are just like fat-stuffing events to imprison you in, in a a body armor with its own feeding system, with its own insistence on being fed, parasite to carry a certain amount of fat on you because that fat on you becomes its own hunger mechanism. It becomes its own, it, it has to survive. This fat doesn't want to be, this is like, oh, we're running out of this fat. No. They, it needs to be fed. That's another thing about fat is that it's a magnet for other fat. The more, if you have any kind of fat on you, it becomes the magnet for more fat. You're never, you're never um, like just a little fat. 
because, and that's what the thing about the fat skinny kid is the fat skinny kid eventually becomes the fat kid. So the fat kid, you know, if you're already there as the fat kid, then the first thing you got to do is just be like, I, I'm done. I'm done with the fucking crack. The fruit, the fucking grains, the fucking, if it's not goddamn like out of the ground, straight up, or like, or killed, you're not eating it. They're like, oh, but wheat grows out of the ground and then they make bread from it. No. Eat the fucking wheat as it's coming out of the ground. Eat that. Maybe someone should come up with like a wheat salad with the green wheat. I don't know. <laughs> Can you eat wheat that like is not dried up and made into bread? I mean, do we need wheat? Bread is a fantastic invention. And it's, but it's crack, okay? It is a crack product, and it and it has destroyed our civilization, or our non-civilization. It certainly destroyed immortality for a while. There were a few who escaped through, Jesus being one of them. He's in the future. People are like, when's Jesus coming back? I'm like, he's in the future. That's what I always say. Jesus made it out a long time ago, and he tried to tell you all, but then he had to go into hiding, and we don't blame him. But what's interesting about Jesus is that he's, like, kept the memory alive in a way that we never thought was possible. Jesus thinks it's funny, but he, not so funny, because he also has some real big regrets about (laughs) some of the wars (laughs) <laughs> that have been fought over things that he said. But he was trying to do his, his part. And he was trying to remind people that if you want everlasting life, you just have to be really good. Really good. And then just read the scripture. Know, know the scripture. Just try to understand what the hidden messages are in this. Why was this passed down? Why do we know this? Why is this here? And it's a, it's just a level of interpretation. So you start to see some of the things, start to see that, yes, in Genesis, people are living to be thousands of years old. Yes, in the in the story of the the temptation of Eve, she is eating fruit. And that somehow leads to a downfall and them being banished from immortality. They were immortal until they ate fruit. And then they were sent out of the garden. Now, you might not be persuaded by these biblical arguments, and I don't blame you. I mean, why should we even think about the writings of some shepherd in Israel but the reason is, is because these are all kind of like hidden ways that were planted back by people at my time. Okay. And they've tried to, they've tried to show certain, you know, ways and like nobody's picked up on it. 
Instead, they went in all this different direction. And here, this is why sending people back here, usually in my form, but there's also some renegades that don't look like me that have come back. I've seen them. Is that they just think that there's a way to untangle this age of nihilistic self-regret. This is the one group that hasn't gone to one of the three camps that we're talking about here. So we have the fat skinny kid. Sorry to bring it back to that. The fat skinny kid. Okay, we have the Badoff King. And then we have the monster boy with a tan. Now the monster boy is a... um, He's trying to get fit because he's obsessed with sex and he wants to attract um, beautiful women. So he's like, goes to the gym, he works out really hard, he tries to do all the fucking fitness stuff, but he's still eating the trash. He's still, you know, participating in the crack. So it's like really hard, you know? But So he goes to the tanning salon, you know, he tries to get a little tan, maybe that'll like make him not look so, like, kind of bloated. But then he just kind of looks like a bloated tan person. <laughs> so we call these guys the monster boy with the tan. You see a lot of them in, like, Long Island, you know, so they're, they're, like, they're kind of beefcake. They got abs, but they're also kind of fat with abs. And, but they, and they're super tan. So I call them the monster boy with the tan. And these guys are, like, super jealous of their girlfriend. They're also cheaters themselves, but they're, like, super jealous if their girlfriend even looks at somebody. And they become super possessive to the point that, like, the girl is just like, yo, like, get this fucker away from me. And, like, they start they start not calling you as much, and you become more desperate. And then basically, like, all, you, all that girl is to you when you're a monster boy with a tan is, like, just, like, a free porno, man. Like, me and her. I love it. And so what happens is, is like she starts to feel that this is not really like a good relationship. It's like pure sex and just lust, and and you become more lustful. If you're the monster boy, like the more she pulls away, the more you become lustful for her, and it becomes a recipe for her just being like putting the guillotine on that fucking relationship. And so then you get like spun out of control because if you're a monster boy with a tan. And then you get yourself fucking dumped. You fall into a free fall. And you can easily become the Badoff King at that point. You're ripe for the Badoff King's wily ways. Because he'll convince you, monster boy, that uh, it's much easier to live as a Badoff King. But it isn't. So how do you cycle out of these three issues? You can't really be any of them. I mean, actually, there are three maladies, I should call them. They're not like three stages, but they can be, you know, you have to be very careful not to fall into any of those. And if you do that, now I'm speaking about men here, but women can fall into the same uh, issue here, okay? It's just, you've seen them, like the fitness, the monster girl with a tan, right? These, these like, really fit. Uh, trying to be stay young, like doing every possible thing to fucking try to keep up, keep it up, except the thing that they need to be doing, which is stay away from fucking 
the crack cocaine of fruit and sugar and anything that has goddamn sugar in it, just like don't eat it. And anything that's going to raise your blood sugar at all, that's going to feed any kind of sugar craving, don't. Yeah, even even if like you you have these things where it's like they have these no sugar things that you can eat. It's just it's all bullshit. Okay. The whole point of anything is to make you consume more than you need to, more than it's really required. Okay. Most of the time we're consuming food because we it makes us feel good more than we're doing it to make us um and I don't mean I mean feel good in the moment as opposed to like actually giving us anything good to feel later. So it's you have to ask yourself, like, when you're about to eat something, you're like, am I eating this to feel good in the moment or I'm eating this so that I feel good later? And you can kind of get a good answer about whether it's good to eat that or not. And everyone thinks fruit is the greatest thing ever. Oh, it's a good fiber. But, you know, it's uh, just understand that if you want to eat a couple pieces of fruit a day and if that's all it goes to and you're not eating more than that, not eating any more carbs than that, which I think is probably impossible to me. And I think that's kind of the message that is being put out there is like, if you can do it, if you can do it, if you're very, you know, conservative with it, then go ahead. But I still think it gets stored as fat too. It's like, just like any other sugar. If you have an excess of it, you become fat from it. And like, you need to be able to be running on ketones if you want to be like super intelligent like if you want to really see out of this mind trap that is the nihilistic self-regret universe you're gonna have a hard time like eating a few pieces of fruit I'm I, look I'm here to tell you this I don't you know I don't know why they sent me they they sent me um, hurling back here I land into the body of the person who does this uh, show, and uh, here I am. I'm telling you this from the future. We don't eat it. We just we treat it as a, a fun drug. And there are we we you know we have to segregate people who have become completely addicted to it because they are not functional members of society. They get into a lot of trouble. Yes, I mean unfortunately, like we do have to segregate between us and them. Um, and there's not that, you know, some of them, I mean, are huge. That's the thing. Like, we don't have any problem with obesity anymore. And we teach our kids how to eat. We don't have, a, we don't have an issue. We, we're like, we're back the way we're, our ancestors were living thousands and thousands of years. But you have to understand where... What's keeping you from, what is, what is aging you? You're like, but I eat this. I mean, because the thing is, is like, yeah. I mean, there's people, I know people that just all they do is eat fruit. They eat fruit and they eat, you know, they're vegetarian. They eat the most healthy food. And yet they age. They age pretty quickly. Um, and, you know, maybe that's inevitable for some people. But it's not something that you need to, uh, it needs to happen for you. Now, it's the pleasure of life to eat fruit. 
But understand that this world wants us out of here. This world does not need humans living to be thousands of years. That that would cause that would cause a major crisis to have everybody understand this. And so there is a concerted effort just to age you out and close you down. And they're doing that by all the different health advice that's being given out. There is no way to sustain your youth on sugar, with sugar. Sugar is the key. No, it's not like, oh, no, the um, the glycemic index versus the fiber content versus, no, it's the sugar. If it's coming anywhere inside of you, making you older, it's brittling your bones, it's shrinking your muscle, it's increasing your fat layer, and it's keeping you from becoming an immortal. So, yes, I mean, I just actually had a, I just jumped back in here and I had a, um, I had a minute to listen to the older episode and it was about eating during the daytime hours. And that is correct. Do not eat when the sun goes down. That That's something for real. But when you do eat, make sure you're actually eating so that you feel good later as opposed to you're eating just so you can feel good now. Now, that's easier said than done when you're presented with all this crack. I'm having a hard time not succumbing. I mean, I'm, I've jumped into this fat version of myself, and I'm like, I, have, I feel all the fiendish desires of this body. But I'm going to have to like, I guess I was sent inside of here to just to do my best to deal with this because, I mean, this person, whoever was inhabiting this body was just kind of like a fat skinny kid, I guess. I mean, or, I mean he's not very tan. Um, yeah, I guess it was a fat, or kind of, you know, maybe but off skin too, you know. Um, that's the thing. <laughs> That's what's so funny about the Bidofkin, because, like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't call him that, Bidofkin, Bidofkin. Because he doesn't want anyone to really know the origin of his name. But he has to. I mean, it's part of the rules. I don't know, some circle of serenity edict. <clears throat> They're the true leaders. But the circle of serenity has decreed that the Bidofkin must always identify himself, but he can say it quickly so no one really knows, like, but often <laughs> sounds like some like German word, but we know what it is, and we don't want people to be in that camp. <clears throat> so they've sent me back now. People, there's a little discrepancy of where I came from. What's going on in the future where I live? Because you'll hear from many that I live in a dungeon where children rule and that I am merely a mercenary for the child emperor who rules a society of children 
that never let themselves get to puberty because they constantly clone themselves day children at the at the uh, under the calm leadership I might add of the child emperor now is this a future that actually exists as it sounds absurd and I contend that it is absurd I contend that that is a made up story by the I guess Mike Trojan himself and that does not I I do not come from that kind of future. I come from a very advanced future. And uh, there, it's not all children. But I think the Badovkin has started this rumor about us, about me, to try to dissuade you. So you might hear from him. He might actually take over this podcast and uh, and spout some bullshit, and you'll recognize him. Because he'll be telling you that it doesn't matter whether or not you eat sugar or not. <laughs> that you can eat some fruit or that you can eat some this or you can do have a cheat day or you can... Listen, you are a crackhead right now, no doubt. Fucking 99% of the people listening to me right now are crackheads. You're a crackhead. You're not going to be nice to people. You're not going to be fucking disciplined. You can't be. You're you're um, you're not going to sleep well. You're going to wake up with like dry mouth every night because you got fat globule like behind your fucking throat that's making you open your mouth. That's the reason why most people snore. It's not because they don't tape their mouth shut because they got fat globule in the back of their throat that's pushing their mouth open so they can fucking breathe. Because with their nose, with their mouth closed, they can't. And that also makes you ugly, too. Because if you sleep with your mouth open, it makes you ugly for the next day. So it's like, as you become more and more, like, just have layers of fat on you, everything goes wrong, including your emotional health and including your ability to control events. You become a very discardable object uh, and you become completely beholden to the fat itself. The fat becomes a parasite. Fat has a mind of its own. Fat has its own hungers and fat is a parasite. Don't feed it anymore. You must burn this parasite off. Now, I, for one, am just going to, I'm going to engage in a very prolonged fast to just burn this out. Maybe three days. Um, Yeah, nothing. Some water, maybe some black coffee. But you know what? I'll just do my normal uh, sipping of the milkadamia sweetened, unsweetened milkadamia milk, a little bit of coffee in there. For three days. Need to burn this crap off me. And then I can get to work dismantling the age of nihilistic self-regret. So let this be actually the first episode 
of us taking this thing and really changing it around here. First off, this is, uh, we are going into the spring here. Um, you should think about slimming down also for the opposite sex because the spring is the time when people will be um, wanting to get together and flirt around and have fun. And it's a good thing to do, but us can not withstand it. And so we recommend also from the future that you refrain from the Bidoff King, that you refrain from the porno universe. Stop it. Give it up. Delete it. Don't go there anymore. That is a complete drain. And it also makes you ravenously hunger hungry for the same crack that you're trying to wean yourself off of. But there's no weaning. If you find yourself in a situation where you are fat, wake up right now. Wake up. Wake up. Hey. Hello? Are you awake? Listen, I'm going to get you out of here. But you can't take any more of that crack. Just don't take it. Don't eat it. I'm going to get you out of here. But you got to lose some of that weight or I can't carry you out. So the first thing you got to do is just go 24 hours sipping on some coffee. Just do that. 24 hours sipping on some coffee with a little milk in it, sweetened by stevia. Just, just don't eat any more than don't. It doesn't matter how hungry you get. No more eating. No, it's not okay. Just to like eat good food now. No. You got to lose this shit. You got to lose some of it. You need 24 hours of processing at least. You need more than that. If you can go longer, even better. I'm going to go like three fucking days because I'm just going to get rid of this as fast as I can because each molecule of fat that's on you is a mouth to feed. It has a gaping mouth that's like, oh, feed me more. So you have to cut down on it, like, quickly. Otherwise, it will take you over. You understand, this is a race against time. Like, if you eat even a morsel now, it's just adding to it, and it's just giving it more power. You have so much of it to fucking feed on that you, as a, like, as an understanding fucking, like, true human that wants to live forever, has to be like, no. No, I'm not giving in to you. This is the hardest part here because you're going to be like, you're going to hear this, you're going to be like, yeah, yeah, okay, no more. But then shit's just going to break down. And it breaks down because you don't understand what I'm trying to tell you is that you, you will live forever only if you follow this. So what is the general, like, eating thing? It's called MIVI, meat 
eggs, vegetables, yogurt, okay? Meat, eggs, vegetables, yogurt. So no potato? Nope. No, no pasta? No grains? No fruit? Meat? Yes. Try to eat a lot of that. Vegetables? Yes. Try to eat a lot of them. Make a bowl of celery instead of a bowl of popcorn. Make a bowl of whatever. Don't fuck around with this shit. You're stuffing yourself for the grave if you eat popcorn. Stuffing yourself for the grave if you're eating that shit. It's funny because, like, we look back on it and we're like, wow, like, these motherfuckers, they had dentists. They had to deal with, like, dentures and all this kind of bullshit. Just because you guys were eating all this. I mean, you guys are just, like, the biggest goddamn crackheads. And then we see the pictures of old people and we're like, wow, look at the old, like, yep, this is what happened after the prolonged crack use. Um, It's always in a deep voice like that. But, I mean, the point is. We look at it, we look at old film, old, you know, holographs. Sometimes we can actually implant ourselves in old movies, in like the old, we're able to like remote interject ourselves into your, um, we've always been able to do that, but like they've only just recently just tried to send somebody back. And obviously the Badofkin has his people and I, you know, but rest assured, I'm here to help. And we've just, you know, we've been dancing around it. Now, yes, of course, a good rule of thumb is to um, don't worry so much about the chatter that's in your head right now, especially if you have, like, layers of fat on you. Um, those that, that chatter is mostly just your blood sugar just, like, roiling and it's as it roils, it like creates a little bit of anxiety, which you then ascribe thoughts to. And so you think that you're actually like you have some emotional issues. You don't. You have a, you have an issue of just a, a storage of of a parasite. It is on you. It is basically just um, screaming for more food, screaming for something else to be shoved into the mouth and just, you know, being extremely um, gluttonous. So you have to understand, like, that is not you. That is your fat that is asking you to, like, feed it. And you have to resist it because we're not here to feel good while we're shoving bad food into our mouth. Doesn't matter how good it makes you feel. I know it's like, it's part, It's kind of like a childhood thing where you're like, oh, I can like watch cartoons and like eat my cereal and then I feel like good. I feel calm. I feel like everything's okay. We can't rely on that anymore. 
And that's what the child emperor, oh, I mentioned the child emperor. So, okay, he does exist. And yes, I do come from there. And yes, I am a prisoner there. Listen very closely. The child emperor has a plan. He wants you to stay young forever, but as a child. He sent me back here to make sure that's what you choose. But I believe there is another way. I believe that the way is responsible time travel. Classes, we have to educate people how to time travel. We can't just cut it off through the institution of this really ridiculous measure of the child empire, not not allowing anyone to become an adult. Just to avoid time travel, just to avoid the ability to time travel, I mean, it's just absurdity. So I have to say, Child Emperor, this is my official renegade here. Child Emperor sent me down here to do some dastardly thing, and I will not do it. But I will get this machine back into working order, and I will change the course of history. Ha, <laughs> ha, and there's nothing he can do at this point. You see, I charmed him. I had him send me back here to ensure that the nihilistic soft regretters would come his way. By doing something really rotten. Having sex with someone that I really should not ever just for some kind of mission to do go somewhere else i mean it's just ridiculous and i was being set up i was being this particular logan this particular they call them this particular mike trojan was being set up to cause untold damage by pull, one pulling back on his clean message of no sugar, none. Breathing a lot, but short breaths. Becomes impossible, by the way, if you're if you're carrying around a certain amount of fat. It's just impossible. Pump the fat out of yourself. you're hungry and you need to like burn some fat just go like this through your nose with your tongue pushed up against the roof of your mouth take a melatonin go to sleep sleep off your burn burn off the fat by sleeping you can burn off a lot of fat by just sleeping Never drink alcohol. Alcohol is basically like your body has, it's a gateway. So your body has to actually burn all the alcohol out, get rid of the alcohol. And then it could be like, okay, now give me the food. Meanwhile, your food gets stored as fat. 
you, the, the the whole point of um, of food is usability. Okay, is my body going to use this now, or is my body going to have to like transform this, then use it later? And these protein bars, this bullshit that they put on the shelves, it's not going to help us later. Okay, unless it's like almost a hundred percent nuts, like the, some of those um, <clears throat> sweet and kind bars, no sugar kind bar, or whatever, all nuts. But those, they're very tempting, though, you know, if they push you, if they're, if they're like a methadone that pushes you into real heroin or maybe keeps you off it, then go for it. But don't go crazy. That's the thing. It's like mouth-rich foods are very suspect. Mouth-rich foods are the key to the crack epidemic here. And it's just really hard to, like, stay away from because you've become addicted. You are addicted. You're, you're an addict. And the only way to really, like, get rid of an addiction is to go cold turkey and endure the hardship for a few days. It, it's only a couple of days. It's like two days. But no one wants to go through it. No one wants to go through it. So I just, just I'm just like, I'm going to go through it, like, no food for two days. No food for three. Black coffee. Burning it, burning it off. Um, because listen, you won't be able to think clearly. You won't really, you won't have any kind of sense of like what you should be doing. You're just going to be lost until you get rid of this because it's it's not it's controlling you. It's an it's a um, parasite. It also takes over your mind. And when your body is not running on ketones, your your brain is very dumb. Um, so, look, we're from the future. We, you know, we actually manufacture um, the kind of meat we need without hurting animals. So those of you who are vegan, like, and, and you know, they don't like the idea of eating meat and things like that, you can you can get around that. There's definitely sources of protein that are that are usable: pea protein, soy. Um, you know, you would. What about beans? Like, can yes, okay, but beans also, they can crack you. They could if they lead you to eat anything other than a bean, <laughs> then you have a problem. Uh, if you know, it's like, can you go to these other, you know, like a potato here, a sweet potato here and there? Look, if it leads you to eat anything other than another sweet potato, then yeah, you can't have it. That's the whole point is like you can have some of these things, but like also if you start eating like large amounts of them, I, you know, that's the thing. Like I would, I would even just be like, just don't do it because it's just, it's such a gateway. It's a gateway drug. You know, a sweet potato is a gateway drug. Um, it's, it's very nutritious. Yes, it's great. I mean, if you can just, like, only eat the skin and, like, pump out most of the pulp, <laughs> that would be good. That would probably be the best. It probably wouldn't be too bad either. Um, but the point is, because you have a little bit of it on there. But uh, But listen, this is where we're at, okay? You have to be, like, super – if you can just keep with the keto – and it doesn't like 
look, there's all these like these keto bread, for example, you can buy. You have to look at it like if if it's making you eat anything more than that fucking bread, that's the fucking way that you you can rule it out. And if you're still fucking fat after you you know after a few weeks, then you got to cut that out too. Because that if that's the only thing you're having, then that's what's making you fat. It's like you don't know what makes you fat until you actually like do it. But understand that, like, what's making you fat now is your crack addiction to fucking carbs. It's just, it is. And it's just, it's impossible to, to have willpower against it. It's impossible to be like, okay, I'm just going to eat this. It's like you can't put any kind of boundaries on it. That's the problem, especially as you get tired and just, like, go throughout the day. And, like, sometimes you just can't get to sleep unless you actually, like, shove a bunch of carbs in your face. And this is just like an automatic thing and you can't fight it and you're just doing it and you're like, yep, I'm doing it. And because it's, it's forbidden, you know, you've kind of like put it on your mind. You're like, I can't eat this shit. Then it becomes even more like fiendish about it. So you have to break the cycle and the cycle gets broken after two days of just staying off it. Two days and you'll be fine. But, like, in those two days, you're going to have some serious fucking cravings and you're going to have a serious thing to be like, oh, well, fuck what I was just saying. I want this. Like, it's it's going to be almost impossible for you to resist that. But you have to try. And uh, if you need to eat something, then just eat some fucking protein. Eat a fucking egg. Eat, yeah, just eat eggs until you fucking lose the weight. Um, and some, you know, eat eggs and salad. <laughs> I mean, seriously, just enough, enough with this shit. Now, what about cheese? Cheese is like is another form of crack. Um, because it's like basically like the sugar of cheese formed into a bar, and yes, it's not um, and the sugar of milk formed into a bar, so it's still sugar. Cheese is sugar. So you have to avoid it. It's not in the me v plan, and it's also just like um, it's it, it it has to be stored as fat. You're not going to be using cheese for like a run on like anytime soon. You're going to be using it's going to get stored as it's going to get converted to fat, which is pretty easy because it already is fat. And then it's going to be put on your fucking waist, and then it's going to be there for a rainy day which never comes. So is it going to make you feel good now or is it going to make you feel good later? Is it going to make you feel good now or is it going to kill you later? Or is that that's the exactly the same thing usually? Usually if it makes you feel good now, it's going to kill you later. Now, what about um, this... Uh, like tobacco and smoking and things like that. Anything that is not sacred is bad for you, right? I mean, eating, for example, if you're not eating in a sacred way and if you're just eating just to throw shit in your mouth, it's bad for you. So the same thing with like a tobacco product, marijuana, drugs in general. If you don't treat it as a sacrament, well, 
It's not going to be good for you. What it does. And use it sparingly. So I'll be back. Uh, hopefully I'll be, I, I don't think I'll be knocked out of this body anytime soon. Although sometimes the, uh, the demons of the fat will take over the mind and force a, uh, a traveler out of the body. But I'm, I'm pretty confident I'm going to be here. So I'm going to check in actually tomorrow to hold myself accountable. Have I eaten? Have I, um, have I gone back on this diatribe against the sugars? Because I do have a couple of bananas in my car right now. I was like getting to, the, I was getting like grabbing a banana a day, a couple, two, two bananas a day, thinking like, yeah, it's a banana, it's fine. Not knowing it was like triggering the hunger for like a thousand other horrible things. And that I, I was uncontrollable to not eat. I mean, one thing that I'm like now become addicted to is these pot pies. I mean, they're so good, but it's just like pure pleasure for not really a lot of good gain. Not much protein, mostly just a pie with some little meat in it. Pie crust, that pie crust, so good. But it's just like it's crack. It is crack. Pasta, man. It's so good, but it's crack. So good it is crack. And, you know, we just, that's, and then, the, you know, the emotional, like, ups and downs comes from the blood sugar just, like, circling around, roiling around. And you can't even think straight. You you have, like, such a pristine mind running on ketones. It's like, like, it's empty. It's ready to receive. Right now you have your your brain is just a jumbled thought mess. It's just a bunch of fucking oh oh but what about this? What about that? Oh but then this oh shit oh fuck oh shit oh fuck. That's the carbohydrate junkie brain. And it's like affecting everybody at nihilistic self regret. And so yeah, become a Badofkin. And and you'll have your moment of bliss, like, when you jerk off. Or come to our camp. And I'm not talking about the child emperor. I'm talking about the new one I'm forming. It's called the circle. The circle of serenity. The circle of serenity where we, we are, we're intelligent time travelers. We're not stopping it. Can't be stopped. Time travel, first of all, only the, the really elite can do it. The rest, yes, somehow, sometimes they stumble into it. But And yes, that's a problem and we're dealing with it. <laughs> but the answer is not to keep everybody children. The answer is not to have a world of masturbators, but often. <sighs> and we are not going to have a society of fat skinny kids who is now essentially what I believe is being proposed by a final participant in this grand battle, the Lone King. The Lone King in his Lone Planet Kingdom, where he lives by himself until very recently. Kingdom of animals on a single solitary planet and he makes his cool rules for school or whatever he calls them. 
where he tells about how you just be your you're going to be super cool and you're going to have this charismatic leader named the Lone King who, like, puts out the advice and everybody listens to him. But meanwhile, his advice has become very fat, skinny kiddish, in my estimation, where he's just basically preaching a diary of fat, skinny kid, where basically everybody kind of marries off and through mutual sexless relationships uh, we end up extinguishing time travel on a very significant scale because, of course, not many people are having sex, which is the key to time travel. So I believe that the Lone Kingdom, though he used to be preaching a kingdom of coolness when he was a single man living on a single planet, ever since that Dark Queen came on board and started living with him on that planet, which used to be his weakness to have anybody live on that planet for extended periods. We would, we would, we would make fun of him because we'd plan trips for like two weeks to go over there. And he'd be like, make it one week. We're like, all right, all right. But he couldn't really be around anyone for more than a week without getting weak himself. This is the fucking lone King who's given all the advice, right? Well, he, he, the, he says the way he maintains his coolness or he used to, was to live on this solitary planet with only animals. And he would, like, every once in a while, he'd have a, a, a dinner date with somebody, um, and he'd invite them, or he'd invite a few people over at the Lone Kingdom, but then he would quickly usher them away, because as he, uh, his his weakness grew, he, he would grow weak every time, for every day that he was uh, visited by a troop or with anybody there. But now he's involved in a relationship with who we call the Dark Queen. He calls his um, Vanessa or whatever. But uh, she is, we believe, turned him into a fat skinny posing as a lone king. And the Badovkin has been rumored to have taken over that throne. But we'll see. Nonetheless, we have concerns. We don't believe that we at the circle, circle of serenity, don't believe that any of these other alternatives are useful. And we don't think that the, the people here at nihilistic self-regret deserve any of those horrible fates. And we believe in a much higher enlightened version of existence with time travel. And we don't believe it's something that should be feared it just needs to be educated about so we hope i hope you'll join us but the only way that you can really be a member of the true circle of serenity is to get back into the garden of eden and all we have to do is abide by the simple thing just don't eat it don't eat it consider this a message from god to you or from whatever authority that you find compelling because I wouldn't be here telling you this into your ear for nothing. Goodbye. <laughs>